Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? So, y'all, I know, I know today is Friday. Hallelujah. And y'all, I'm fired up on today. Fired up Friday. I promise you I'm fired up on today. And so I wanted to come to y'all on today with unashamed. Just one word. If you don't remember anything else I say on today, we need to be unashamed. And so, like, in this, in this world that we live in, people like me or like yourself, like you may be living a life for Christ. You're on fire for Christ. You love the Lord and it shows again, you love the Lord and it shows because you are obedient to his word. You live life, you make decisions, you make choices based off his word. And so a lot of times, like you're going to get talked about, right? You're going to get talked about because in this world is all about what people want to do, how they feel, how they think, what's popular. But when you are living your life for Christ, you might in the area that you're in, you might be the only one, or it might be a few others like you. And so it might, you may want to like crawl back and hide, but I'm telling you on today is no time to be hidden. It's time for you to be bold and unashamed for the Lord, because like, I love the Lord. And when you really love someone, like I said before, it's going to show like everybody going to see that glow on your face. They're going to see like, like how you're living again, that, that you really love the Lord. It's just like a normal relationship. If you had a boyfriend, like you should be, you should be happy. You should be glowing. And you'll be wanting to tell people about him because you love him and, and you love the things you know that 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 relationship produces so i when we are unashamed for christ we love the lord and we're going to want to tell people about christ and so i'm telling you on today like when you know since we're single and we are saved single and saved then we should be living an abstinent lifestyle from sex and so that means i'm not I'm not having sexual relations because I am wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in Jesus. And so he's the love of my life. And so you should be unashamed of that. And I'm telling you, if you a virgin on here on tonight, I'm telling you, I'm applauding you. Glory to God, because, hey, you got it going on, on tonight. But even if you've had sexual relations, like I'm a single mom of three. So even if you have had sexual relations in your past, but now you are striving for perfection. Now you are striving to keep your body holy and pure before the Lord. Even your thoughts are holy and pure. You're not masturbating. You're not doing any of those things. I'm clapping for you as well because God is getting the glory out of your life. Do not be ashamed about that because it might be other single women that may be around you, but they are having sexual relations with their boyfriend. They might be bragging about it, but why are you feeling ashamed because you're keeping your body for the Lord? Do not be ashamed. You say, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Uh-uh, I, woke, I, I went to bed last night with my lover Jesus Christ. I woke up this morning with my lover Jesus Christ and mm, 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 he is mm, mm, good. So you should be like excited about your relationship with God just as much as they're excited about committing sins. So I'm telling y'all, do not be ashamed because you are doing the right thing. You're on the right track. Again, God is getting the glory out of your life. You are in his 
perfect will for your life when you are walking upright before him and you are obeying his commandments from your heart. You got it going on, sis. So I'm telling you, do not be ashamed in this world that they, they're they pushing sex, sex, sex. You should be happy that you love yourself enough not to give your body to another man before you get married to him. Because again, you love yourself and you're going to make that man commit to you until death do you part. And it's not, I'm not saying you forcing him to do it. I'm saying he's going to want to do it. Like you're not getting none of this until we are married. And he's going to want to do it because he's a man of God. And he's he have bore his flesh under subjection to the holy ghost and so people if you're if you're not saved you might not understand the language in which i am talking but you need to receive the holy ghost so you will develop that hey god loves me he don't want me to give my body to just anybody he want me to save my body for marriage and then you're gonna say hey i love myself and my husband only deserves to have me uh have my body in marriage that's it husband in marriage because this is honorable to myself this is honorable to god this is honorable even to my spouse so this is what i have chosen to do so we should be unashamed because i'm telling y'all i am unashamed on today i love the relationship that i have with my savior i love representing him everywhere i go because it's all about pointing others to jesus christ because jesus christ he is love and so once you get once you get that relationship intact with God, then you ain't going to want to accept nothing else. See, that's why, like I tell people, I'm not dating nobody else. No, no, I'm not until my husband comes. The next man I date is my husband because I'm not going on, on dates and I know that you're not my husband. I already see, like, you don't qualify. You don't qualify according to God's standards for my husband. So I'm not about to waste my time and go out on a date with you. So that's how much I honor myself. I know I'm a queen. And if this person coming to me as a peasant, and I'm talking about peasant-like, peasant, peasant as in, in standard not peasant as in money no peasant as in standards like you coming to me and you offering sex that's all you got to offer you offering money that's all you got to offer no uh-uh no i'm talking about is you a holy man of god and you have other things to offer if you are not holy and holy ghost feel i don't want to go out on a date with you no and if you don't meet the other qualifications as well i don't want to go out on a date with you if you cannot even talk correct english to me I cannot go out on a date with you because I can't understand what you're talking about. So it's, it's certain qualifications that I have far as you have to be saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And you're going to have to have some type of intellectual skills so I can follow you on a conversation. Glory to God. I just, I just, that's just a, a number one type thing for me. My preference as far as speech is concerned and as far as talking, I have to understand what you are saying because a lot of times people, you know, it's different things for different people. That don't have to be one of your qualifications, but it is mine. If I'm, if you send me a text and I can't decipher what you didn't told me, that's a major turnoff for me. Like, no, like what, what, what are you saying? So I just think, I thank God for, you know, I have my standards as far as uh, what I'm looking for in a man. And I'm sure that you have your standards as well, but all of our standards, if we're saved, all of our standards should be that they are saved because the Bible say, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. How can two walk together also, except they be in agreement? So you shouldn't be agreeing with somebody that is uh, not saved. So that's the number one quality, saved. But anyway, 
you need to be unashamed of your relationship with God because I'm telling you, before, like when I was in a backslidden state, I was not like this. Like I, I, I wasn't spending time with the Lord. I was again in a backslidden state when I went away from the Lord. But now that I came back to God, these I've been steady with the Lord for about. Over 12 years now, over 12 years, I've been steady with the Lord. And so now that I've been steady with the Lord and practicing abstinence from sex and all of that, I can tell you that Jesus will change your life from the inside out. I can tell you that you can abstain because I've done it. I'm doing it. And so that's what I'm on this podcast saying I am worth it. When I discovered that, you know what? I am worth the weight. I'm worth everything. Not just the weight. I'm worth everything because God said so. He died for me that I can live a sin-free, pure life. He loved me so much so I don't have to just accept anybody, any man that presents themselves to me. No, 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 no. I'm going to wait on my godly spouse. And that's what all we should do. You are worth it. You do not have to settle for just anybody i'm 38 but hey hey i don't care the the age can just keep going up but i am not i refuse to settle for somebody that is not saved sanctified filled with the holy ghost and got their mind right because some people that saved sanctified with the holy ghost sometimes they still they still have not got to the place where their husband material god gotta make them into that husband i'm not saying they're going to be perfect but some men still is not in the place where they need to be as a husband so they need to let god make them but when my husband come he's going to be my husband god already made him into husband not saying that he's perfect but he'll have those qualities that he needs to be a husband and a father for my children so we're going to go on in in the name of jesus so i encourage you to not be ashamed you need to be unashamed of your relationship with the lord you should be joyfully single because it makes me so i'll be like wait a minute i'll be hurt for the other women and when you're not happy like i'm praying for you if you're not happy and joyful in your single life because if you care for the things of the lord how you may please god and you talking about you praying and you fasting and you reading your word and you spending time with god and you motivate yourself but you still you still you still not happy something is wrong God is not the head of your life. Don't say that. God is not the head of your life if you're not joyfully single. Because, see, with God in his presence. See, I'm about to use scripture on something. Got to use the scripture because, uh-uh, I don't come from my mind. In his presence is the fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. So if you tell me you're spending time with God, you save, sanctify with the Holy Ghost, and you're not joyful, something is wrong. You're not spending time in the presence of God. You might be saying something, but you're not really basking in his presence. Because when we bask in his presence, we're going to be joyfully single. And that's why I'm joyfully single on today. And I know that my husband is coming. Glory to God. He is coming. And even, look, hey, even if, like, Jesus come back, hey, I was joyfully single until Jesus came back. So we need we need to find time in his presence because if you're not content in his presence right now, then you're going to have a problem when you get married. Because, again, you're going to be looking for the husband to fill a void that you should have let Jesus fill. Your husband cannot fill the void that you're looking for him to fill. You're going to find out if you didn't let Jesus be the head of your life, if you didn't let Jesus be the love of your life before you married this man, this man is not going to be able to please you 
totally because he can't feel the void that only Jesus can feel. He can be your companion, yes, but he cannot feel that void that was only meant for Jesus. So I'm encouraging you on tonight. If you're not joyfully single, then you need to spend time with in his presence, praying to him, fasting, reading your word, encouraging yourself through the word of God, reading motivational books, listening to motivational things, whatever it takes to boost your confidence up in yourself and in God, because you are great just by yourself. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And then the Bible say, I'm complete in Jesus. So if I got Jesus, I do have everything I need. But when he adds a companion, hey, that's an accessory. Yes, yes, it goes good with me. So we're going to um go on because I'm about to talk about some other things that we should be unashamed of. But this was strictly for my singles. We need to be unashamed of our relationship with Jesus because by you being unashamed and joyfully single, it will help somebody else to say, hey, I don't have to live down and down and out. I don't have to be depressed. I can be joyful while I am single. That's your, your living testimony just by the way you live. You don't even have to say some, something sometimes, say stuff sometimes, but just by the way you carry yourself. People can say, oh my gosh, I can do that too. It gives other people hope instead of being so hopeless. Oh, woe is me. I don't have a husband. No. Thank you, Jesus. He is working on me in my singleness. I get to spend more time with Jesus in my singleness. I get to do more things for myself in my singleness. I get to work for the Lord more in my singleness. It's a joyful thing. So anyway, yes, I want to be married, but I get I got joy in the situation that I am in right now. Okay, so to anybody else that's on here that may not be single, it's some things that's really bothering me about the body of Christ. And yes, I'm going to make it known. Glory to God, because God made me a spokesperson for him. And so I'm seeing a lot of different things come up. And I, I'm, I'm going to go with the abortion thing right now. That is, that's trending. Abortion, you know, Roe versus, Roe versus Wade. Trying to the government or whoever is trying to get this overturned, but people is against it. And I, I, I am for Roe versus Wade getting overturned. Okay. Because first of all, abortion is murder. Abortion is murder. I don't care how you see it. And I know sometimes some unfortunate circumstances may have happened that a person may have uh, become pregnant and had a child. Uh, well, become pregnant, let me say, because they're trying to kill the child before it's born. So I know it's some unfortunate circumstances that may have happened. And I'm I'm so sorry. And I'm praying for you if you want here and unfortunate circumstances have happened and um you became pregnant. But it, God is the God is the only one that can give life. So if he allowed life to come in your womb, you have no business murdering the life that he has allowed to come in your womb. It's still murder and it's still a sin in God's eyes. The Bible says he hates hands that shed innocent blood and that baby is innocent. That baby didn't do anything to you. It was the person and you never know that baby can bring joy and, and like, you know, just, well, I'm going to say happiness because God brings joy. That baby can bring happiness to you. That baby could be the next president, the next senator, the next advocate for something, just whatever, the next lawyer, doctor, uh, bishop, minister, whatever. 
you don't never know what destiny that God has for this child, but you you decide to take their life. That is wrong. Abortion is wrong. I don't care if it's legal. It's still wrong in God's eyesight. And when I've listened to testimonies of women that have committed it, they still have nightmares and just different feelings about it. And so it's not a good thing. And you're not going to get off scot-free. You're probably going to be thinking about this baby. So um, you should not take life. You didn't give it. Don't take it because it's not your right to take it. And so I'm fighting for the innocent baby. That's who I'm fighting for because that's not right. It's not right on no hands to kill anyone. So that is why I stand flat-footed because God is against abortion. I'm against abortion. And we all, I'm praying in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you are saint on here and you are hearing me, Please pray that Roe versus Wade is overturned because it needs to be overturned in the name of Jesus. And we as saints need to speak out against this. I don't care who is accepting Roe versus Wade in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, please let Roe versus Wade get overturned. If it's his will, he will allow it to happen. If it's not, it's just not going to happen. But that don't change the fact that Roe, because some things God allowed to happen, which don't mean he approves of it, but he may allow it. But if it Roe versus Wade, that abortion law is still is still a sin. And I'm gonna go on because I, I want to try to make this 30 minutes or less. But I'm praying that Roe versus Wade be overturned in the name of Jesus. Remember, abortion is a sin because it's murdering, it's a murder because you're killing another human being and so i'm going to go on next thing this covid vaccine mandate omg like if y'all don't see like i'm first of all please don't think that i'm saying that you are not saved if you've got the vaccine i need to make that clear i am not saying that you are not saved if you got the vaccine what i'm on here saying is this covid vaccine mandate is a form of control because as y'all see that they are trying to where they are forcing jobs to mandate this if you do not get the covid vaccine mandate you are fired like that's basically what they are saying and let me tell you one thing even with this vaccine even if you have taken the vaccine you can actually if you take the vaccine you can still contract covid19 you can still pass COVID-19 to someone else. You can still die from COVID-19. So for them to force this vaccine on us, everyone should be saying, or having a hum moment. It's a form of control that is leading us to something way more drastic. The government is just trying to get us used to this form of control. And then saints be like, oh, I ain't going to take the 666 mark. Listen, you so susceptible, you already then put your arm out there for the vaccine without asking questions, without asking questions. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're not safe, but without asking questions, you went ahead and did this. And then when, I mean, if you don't see this as a form of control, I don't understand. Now, I'm not saying again that you're not safe if you got the vaccine, but if you don't see that these mandates are a form of control, then something is wrong with your spiritual discernment. You need to go seek the Lord because something more drastic is coming on this earth. And we need to be with our eyes wide open, praying in the spirit, get out your fleshly mind and what the world is saying. Because anytime the world is going after something with, with full strength, you need to check it. You need to check it. So I'm telling y'all, on tonight, we got to 
heighten our spiritual discernment, pray in the spirit, acknowledge God, like the Bible say, in all your ways that he may direct your path. So I'm just telling you, this vaccine mandate is a form of control and it gets me that it is, I've seen some pastors that are right now endorsing the vaccine like saying like hey y'all need to go ahead and get it y'all need to go ahead and get it and like what so is y'all getting paid to do this or something so have you just just accept the money and you can't and then the same and then it's like same past you can't speak up against sin but you can be on commercials talking about get the vaccine lord lord have mercy but i'm just telling y'all i don't care who is speaking up for this vaccine or vaccine mandate you need to watch and pray you need to get in the face get down on your knees before the lord and make sure that this is what you should do according to your faith or according to what god when i say that according to what god is telling you to do but this vaccine mandate that is what i'm talking about the mandate for it is getting out of control they're trying to put us in control and again get us ready for other things that they are about to do it's all coming to this one world system don't shut your eyes saints stay woke okay glory to god stay woke because this is ridiculous this is very ridiculous what's going on lastly 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 lgbtq is standing up and what I'm going to say before I say all what I'm about to say, I love you if you're lesbian. I love you if you are bisexual. I love you if you're gay. I love you if you're transgender, transsexual. I love you if you're queer. I love you. I love you. I love you. But that sin that is that you're doing, that sin that you are doing, I hate. I hate if I have sinned in my own life. And why I'm speaking out against this is because so many people say, if you if you love me, you would be agreeing with this. But that's a lie. I hate you if I'm going to agree with sin in your life. Since I love you, I'm telling you what's right. I don't want you to go to hell. I don't want you to burn in hell's fire forever. And I know that God says like the effeminate, which includes homosexuals, will not inherit the kingdom of God is in Corinthians in the Bible. And so that's why I'm speaking out against this. I love you with the love of the Lord, but I don't want to see no one go to hell. And so you, you, a lot of times that a person is like this is because sometimes they was raped. Sometimes they was molested. And sometimes they just was inquisitive and just decided to indulge in it. Sometimes they may have got depressed, had bad relationships with the other sex so they just chose to do it with the same sex it's all a lot of times it's birthed these sins is birthed out of um pain and hurt and but this sin is perverted this sin is unnatural and so i have to speak out against it because it's not love it's toxic and i want you to experience the love of god in your life and so i pray for you on tonight that your eyes will be open that you will run into the arms of god because god is love and he don't want you to be in his lifestyle he wants you to be free from sin one day he freed me from the sins that i was committing and now i can feel i know of his love i can feel his love i can experience his love and now i can wait on a holy man of god he has for me instead of dating multiple men instead of having sex with another man i can wait on god 
because fornication is a sin just like homosexuality is so i'm not looking down on you i'm just i'm not looking down on you to look down on you i am saying you need to get up from there you need to get up from there run in the arms of god that is where you're going to experience the best love ever and he's going to show you how to love but this sin is not right. I don't care if the Pope say that it's right. I don't care if a preacher said it is right. In God's word, it says like you can't lie together like that. Same sexes cannot lie together like that. It's an abomination. It's a sin. It's perverted. It's unnatural. If God wanted that, he would have left an example about actually he did. He killed, he allowed he wiped off several people from this earth in Sodom and Gomorrah for that same sin. God is not pleased with it. And I'm telling you, run to the arms of God. That is the devil that is talking to your mind. It's not the spirit of the Lord. It's the devil. It's not love. It's lust. And it's toxic. And I'm asking you, and I'm pleading with you, and I'm praying for you. Come to Jesus while you still can. He will love you. He will show you how to love. He will heal the hurt. He will heal the pain. Come to him on tonight. But I'm telling y'all saints on tonight, we have to be unashamed before the Lord because these are the last days and I, I'm an advocate for living, but people be like, you don't got to talk about it, but hey, shut your mouth. Because in the Bible, it said we are witnesses for him. When you think of a witness, do you think of somebody that's silent? When, they, when a judge called a witness to the stand, if they were silent, they wouldn't even, hey, no, get from off this stand. You got nothing to say. But a witness is going to be a witness to the things that they have seen. I've witnessed God change my life, glory to God. So that's why my mouth is wide open about the things of God and about the transformation that God can do for your life. Even if you are part of that LGBTQ, God can change you to a Christian. You can't be gay and a Christian. No, God want to take that filthy life from, away from you and change you to a saint. You can change from a sinner to a saint. There's nothing too hard for my God on tonight. So um, I'm, I'm telling you, saints, if you came out the sin of homosexuality or whatever sin you have came out of, and someone come to you and you know of someone that's in that same lifestyle, do not be ashamed of your testimony. You don't have to blast it all on social media. But if you go to that particular person and tell them, you know what? God loves you. I was here. I did this before. Like, you can tell them that. Like, I never was innocent of homosexuality. But I'm telling you, if you a saint and you ever was in that sin and you know someone that was in that sin, you can go to them and tell them your testimony. I can tell people testimony of how I committed fornication and God healed my mind and, and how God changed me and transformed me and purified me, purified my mind, purified my body, purified my thoughts. I can tell someone of that and I'm unashamed of it. So we as saints have to be bold and we have to be unashamed because God said you you should not be uh, you should not be ashamed. I'm unashamed of the gospel of Jesus. It is the power. It has power unto salvation. To them, you got to believe it. Believe on Jesus. Believe that he can save you. Believe that he loved you. Believe that he died for your sins that you may have life on tonight. So I'm going to end this on tonight, but come to Jesus, glory to God, while you still can. Whatever sin that you find yourself in, you ask God to forgive you that you don't want to be in this lifestyle anymore. And then be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and receive the Holy Ghost, which gives you the power to live 
free from sin. Well, if you want to get in contact with me, glory to God, you can get in contact with me on Facebook. I will be happy to explain to you the salvation experience. And if you would like to hear my testimony, feel free to reach out to me. I can be reached on Facebook at Takia Wally, T-I-K-I-A. Last name, W-I-L-E-Y. I can also be reached on Instagram, Holy Lady T. Holy Lady T. H-O-L-Y-L-A-D-Y-T. Also, I have a private Facebook page, um, Facebook group page. I am worth it. I am worth it. Also, a YouTube page. I am worth it. Well, I pray everyone have a blessed night. But as I end this, I want to say, hey, be openly holy. I am unashamed. Well, everyone have a blessed night. Peace out.